Welcome to the JFBC Students Podcast. We'll be covering everything from movies, sports, some comedy, and of course Jasper stuff. But mostly, it'll be talking with our students, their friends, and other Jasper people about their faith and what God is doing in their lives. This is the JFBC Students Podcast. Today, our guest, Miller Moody. What's up, guys? Miller is here with us. Um, the first guest. How about that? You're the first. Saved the best for first. Wow, that was bad. Um, I did tell you to say that line, and because your delivery was so terrible, I have to now admit that what you were going to say first was better. But I thought it was pretty good. Well, to each his own, I guess. How are you doing, Miller? I'm doing pretty good today. How about you? I'm I'm here. Uh, you saw me at Walmart a second ago, so you know that I've probably had better days. Uh, you were a little bit angry. Thank you. To say okay. the least. Edit that part out. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, so this past week was homecoming. How was homecoming? Uh, it was pretty fun. I mean, we didn't get back. I mean, like, I went to bed at 6 Friday. So 6 p.m.? 6 a.m. Well, I guess it was Saturday morning. And then I got to, you know, go back home and watch Georgia whoop on Vandy. Go dogs. But <laughs> That is quite the accomplishment. To homecoming, whoop on Vandy. great week. Dress-up days could have been a little bit better. Oh, shots fired. This is the first you know, episode. I want to stay on the air, all right? So first first uh, homecoming dance was pretty fun. Yeah, y'all, y'all were kind of all packed in there. It was pretty crowded. You know, like, they make us wear masks at school, but we had everybody without masks in a tiny circle. Well, technically, you're outdoors, so, I mean, that can, that can work. Yeah, I guess. Um, and now, you also did something else homecoming night uh, because it involved me and uh, involved some athletics and yeah sir joseph wood opened up the gym at around 1 a.m and we got to play some basketball it was pretty fun but about 2 30 we were all dying yeah 2 30 a.m <laughs> we left the gym of course i never even i don't even know if first baptist knows we were doing that so they do now but uh 2 30 a.m playing basketball it was quite the night um I scored a lot of points, obviously. It's normally what I do. Um, Does but points mean um, losses? I mean, y'all, y'all lost a good amount of games. You know, we played two, but we should have <laughs> won the second game. Two games at one forty-five to 2.30 in the morning feels like ten games. Oh, it, feel, it takes forever. Oh, it, was, it was something. Anyway, uh, today you're on the podcast. We're talking a little bit sports and faith. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm a big sports fan. I know you're a big sports fan. And. And uh, some crazy stuff happened today. We were talking about uh, a field goal uh, in the NFL yesterday. Yeah, that's crazy. 66 yards by Justin Tucker bounced off and went in. Longest field goal in NFL history. Say that again. Who kicked that? Justin Tucker. Do you know where Justin Tucker went to school? Texas at Austin. He went to the University of Texas. Hook him. All right. He had done that to beat Texas A&M. Not 66 yards, but 50-something yards. (laughs) So uh, there's Horns your Texas, down. there's your Longhorn trivia for the day. Uh, I know everyone's really excited about that, but uh, I know you're a big sports guy, and um, you you play. What are the what are the sports that you're you feel like you're best at that you play the most? 
really just basketball. I used to play a little bit of baseball. I'm thinking about getting back into that, but I'm really just mainly basketball. But basketball has been your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it feels like you're constantly at a basketball event, or you're getting uh, some top-notch coaching. And and I gotta admit, we've played basketball together now for three years. You've gotten a lot better in that time frame. Of course, I mean, not duh, but you know, you've you've your post moves and you move around really well, and you you actually not gonna lie for someone your size, shoot it really well behind the arc. Sir, thank you. Uh, and it's taking a lot of work, and you know, got to work on it. So can't just expect it to come. You can't just expect it. You just you got to actually work at it. Yeah, it's it's really surprising. You got to like you know, I know right. It's, you got to put a little bit of. I mean, if you love like what you love, you know you'll work for. So. Oh wow! You're already turning this into a faith podcast without me having to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're also. Uh, you play for Jasper, right? Tell us about Jasper. Tell us about uh, AAU ball. Tell us about all those things that you're involved with. Uh, you know, school ball. School ball is pretty fun. We, I think this. I mean, we're going to be a. This year's maybe a little bit rough, but you know, once uh, you know, some of the younger grades get up there and we all develop, I think we'll be a pretty good school in the next two three years. Uh, AAU, our team, we're we're pretty good. We won uh, the YBLA National Championship in Orlando, so that was a really cool experience. And, you know, AAU's a lot. It takes a lot of time. It's really tiring, but, like, it's just it, – AAU's so much fun because, you know, you're playing the stuff – you're playing the sports that you love against the best talent. And you – but you've been gone a lot, too. Like, you, you've bounced all over the place and going to different cities to play in AAU tournaments. Felt like you were in Orlando a few times, uh, Memphis maybe. Uh, you went to quite a few different spots, right? Yeah, it was, I mean, it's a lot of traveling. And, I mean, like, every single, you're almost gone in the spring, like, almost every single weekend. So it's definitely a lot, but it's all worth it in the end when you're holding, you know, a ring or a medal. Oh, yeah, an AAU ring or medal really, really means a lot. Really great. I remember all those. Now, you're also playing for Jasper, though, right? Yeah. Now, last year as an eighth grader, they, they brought you up to varsity some, didn't they? I uh, played, well, so like the first half of the season, they played two games. We got put in quarantine for like 60-something days. And then when we went back in January and finished up the season, they brought me up to play varsity with eighth grade. Nice. And you're going to play varsity again this year, right? Yes, sir. And so is that's, that's always kind of... Nice to tell people that you've been playing varsity since eighth grade. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. But, you know, varsity needs a water boy, too. So uh, I'm the best one out there. I have the best water. <laughs> Bobby Boucher has nothing on me. Bobby Boucher has nothing on you. Um, but, uh, yeah, you've been doing that for a while. And, um, obviously, we, we play pickup basketball a lot at First Baptist. And um, I don't want to take credit. Uh, actually, I do, and I will take credit. You can... You can give AAU ball all credit you want, but it, it's been those grueling nights of pickup basketball at First Baptist that I run that's really turned you into the player that you are right now. Oh, 100%. I mean, like, I'm just a different basketball player now that I've you know, gone and played on Sunday nights. Oh, yeah. I'd, I mean, like, it's just like, you don't, you don't get that, you know, playing regular basketball. I mean, the intense, like, those are some of the most intense games I've ever played. So, oh, yeah. I mean, people yelling at each other, pushing each other down. and All the safe, totally um, 
normal style of basketball. It's following the verse on the wall in the gym. You know, it's anything a word or deed. Do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, like, that. that's a, Sunday Night Basketball is a great example of that. Boy, is it. <laughs> Boy, is it. Um, speaking of that, uh, when it comes to, like, church and sports or faith and sports, um, I know you know a lot of people that, at the very least, go to church that are on your teams, but also a lot that aren't. And what is that like, those kind of, like, mixing faith with, sports and it can be really difficult at a lot of times i mean you know that's just like it's kind of like a, you know a tough thing to describe but i mean dang you got me with that one i told you i was gonna hit you with a few singers well we'll put it this way um we were talking about this earlier before we started recording god gave us certain abilities uh desires you know, God gives us a lot of those things, and you, how tall are you? Six, seven, almost six, eight. Six, seven at what, 15 years old? Yes, sir. That is um, tall. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that's because of the Lord. You know, the Lord gave you that size, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yes, you sir. can talk about genetics and things like that, but, but that, that's all God right there. And so, um, being that tall, and then you, you obviously have grown up loving the game of basketball, right? Yes, sir. And God kind of gives us those things. God gives us the desires of our heart, and, um, and or he lays desires on our heart. There, there's a lot of things that uh, we want to do, and uh, God kind of puts that in our mind. Now, a lot of times people get caught up in worldly things. People, sometimes our desires push us away from God. But, uh, you know, you have the talent and the ability in a game of basketball. It can easily be seen that maybe God wants to use that to glorify him. So talk to me a little bit about how you can use God's given abilities in your life to honor him. Uh, you know, just, you know, being an example, uh, one thing you know, I try to stand by when I'm playing basketball is, you know, you're representing something bigger than you, of course. Uh, you're representing Jesus. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes I get a little bit into, uh, into myself and I don't follow that the best, but, you know, that's just like that's one of the things I strive to do, and like you know, you see these players with big platforms, and you know you can really use a platform, you know, change somebody's life, because you know if somebody looks up to you, you know they see that you you're a Christian, you know they may look at that and get an inspiration from it, and you know maybe read into a little bit of you know get in the Bible a little bit, and they, you know, maybe they can further their relationship with Jesus. So when you look at faith and and that, and so in that respect, what you're talking about. To have a platform to use it to glorify God kind of means you kind of got to be on your A game as far as like following Jesus. Now you're going to mess up, and there's some things like you get out of the basketball court and someone fouls you. A lot of times, your first thought isn't to be like, Thanks, man, appreciate that. Um, yeah. But there are ways to really glorify God in, in the midst of sports and and showing your faith and making that important uh, i remember tim tebow putting bible verses underneath his eyes and tim tebow kind of always lived a life that really pointed towards jesus both on and off the court he, he was a fiery competitor have you ever seen this i know you're a georgia fan so i know like talking up bringing up tim tebow isn't always the best but uh, even as 
as much as you like the dogs, that gator, uh, Tebow really did live for Jesus, and he's made that such a big thing. He has used his platform. Is that kind of what you're talking about? I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he John three sixteen blew up after he started, you know, putting the the three sixteen under the eye blacks. You know, I mean, you're going to mess up, and the world's so judgmental that if you mess up, you know, you're going to get blamed for it by some people. Oh yeah, there people are looking for that opportunity to blame. I mean, like it's just, it's also the people you know. Those those are the people you should have to you know shake off. And I know it's like, I mean, knowing from uh, just you know being this high and stuff, like you're going to have people that are going to doubt you and you know make like tough say those things you can do, but they don't look at the things that you can do. So you know, like you're you may get flamed for it, but you know in the end you represent something bigger than you know somebody's comment. What about time? Sports take a lot of time. As a youth pastor, uh, it can sometimes be discouraging. You look out and it's like, man, we are missing a lot of people. They're they're involved in something. Um, and sometimes that can be discouraging. Sports take a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. And talk with me about that, about kind of, in a lot of ways, sometimes it takes the place of, church or uh, I don't know how I want to ask this sometimes it takes the place of church and it takes the place of sometimes it feels like we we put more time into sports than we put into faith and faith isn't about being there every time the church doors are open you know I mean like there's lots of people that go to church every day they can and they're lost mm-hmm. you know because a lot of people have just used it as an, oh i'm good I, I went to church i, I checked it off my list today but what is it about time and giving so much time to sports but also finding time for god so scripture says and god himself says thou will have no other gods before me and so we never think of sport as a god, but it absolutely is. I'm a big Alabama fan, and and I don't ever really miss the tide play in basketball or football. I love to watch Alabama do everything. But what if Alabama and a church event or something came in to, to play? If Alabama played Sunday morning rather than Saturday afternoon, what would I do? And and the kind of the same thing about giving so much time to sports and not looking at sport as an idol but it can be, right? It can easily be an idol because of how much time we put into it. So what are some ways to maneuver around, hey, I'm having to put so much time into this sport rather than putting time into my relationship with Jesus? I mean, you know, uh, from experience with my AAU and stuff, I've just found out that you you have to make time because – you know, I, I have my quiet time at night, and, you know, somebody may do it in the morning, some people may do it at night, some people may do it in the middle of the day. But, like, when it comes down to it, I mean, even if, you're, even if it's just, like, five or ten minutes, maybe if it's, like, a little bit of, like, if it's just five minutes, I mean, you're still making time, and you can, you know, get a little bit. You know, always, you know, prayers are a huge thing. You can, do, you can pray anywhere, you know. And, I mean, just, like, you just have to make time, and if it's important to you, you know, you'll make time to do it. I think that's one of the keys right there. If it is important to you, you will make time for it. 
if you put no effort and no time into your relationship with Jesus, obviously it's not doesn't seem like that's very important to you, right? Mm-hmm. So finding that time, and it's not so much. I think a lot of people what they try to do is they like try to just carve out a little time somewhere. It's like, oh man, I, I read my bullet. It really is. It's step four. That's like, hey, I may have this AAU tournament. I may have this game, but I'm going to make sure Jesus is the priority in whatever it is. And that can be tough because time time is something that it's going to go by one way or the other. You know, and so it's not like you get more time back. And I, I think finding ways to put Jesus first from a priority standpoint, even when you're on the road, even when you're, you've got so much going, you got practice, anything that, that you can do, but it's got to be, so like when in the Old Testament, when they would have sacrifices for, to atone and to take over for their sin, you know, Jesus or God wanted the best. It wasn't like, let's go get that weak goat over there or that weak calf. It was demanded to be the best because that's what God wants. He wants the best from us. And so I think it's crucial to find time, no matter what it is, to walk with Jesus and then to represent him through these things on the court, uh, in the classroom, wherever. I mean, like, what do you think about that? I mean, I think it is really important to know to represent Jesus. I mean, you're always going to, like, fail. I mean, like, nobody's perfect, and sometimes you'll mess up, but, I mean, I think it's really important how you bounce back from that. Like, you don't stop representing Jesus. I mean, it can just be, like, simple things. I mean, like, you know, it's not like you have to go, like, all out. Like, you know, like, like, you don't have to go all out about it. It's just, like, you know, simple little things that you can do, you know, to show your relationship with Christ. I think even just how you treat people. Like that's a big reflection too. I mean, you know, something you know, obviously not gonna treat everybody the best, but you know, how you respond to that. Like, you know, maybe I mean forgiveness is a huge thing. You know, if you forgive somebody for what they I mean I, I I'm I know from experience, you know, forgiving's so hard. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're the one that's wrong. <laughs> it's like it's one of the hardest things you can like you can do, but you know, in the end it just shows, you know, like you know, 'cause he didn't have to Jesus didn't have to forgive us. I mean you know, we could be, our eternity could be separated from him forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he chose, or God chose to send him down here, and he chose. So, you know, because he wanted something better for us. So, you know, I think showing that through forgiveness and, you know, how you treat others is important, too. Amen. I think something else that would stand out is your AAU teammates or your Jasper teammates. Mm-hmm. When you do carve out time for God, when you do carve out time for Jesus, I'm not saying go to the, hey guys, this is what I did today. Let me tell you all this time I spent. But I, I think people seeing you, hey, this is important to me. If if practice got over, and let's just use Wednesday night as an example because I'm always wanting to promote that, right? <laughs> but uh, hey, practice gets over early, and it's like, hey, I'm I'm going to make time. I'm still going to church. It's late, but that still matters to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything that can point towards Jesus when you're with your uh, teammates and, and hey, what was Miller doing? He, he is finishing up his quiet time. Or, hey, your, your 
teammates or staying up a little late after the game to do whatever. It's like, hey, man, no, I, I, this time I always carve out for Jesus. I think your teammates seeing that, that goes back to that platform and influence and things of that nature because that's important for people to see. I think one of the things that's really important is just when it comes to faith and sports is the aspect that Jesus is still important. Faith is still important. And not just that it's important, that I'm going to put it first above everything else. And that it's hard, right? I mean, I'm the first in this game, so I'm always putting Jesus above basketball. I mean, like, you know, it, it, you know, it sucks to say it, but, you know, I mean, I don't all the time. And sometimes basketball, I feel like, gets in the way of my relationship with Christ. And, you know, as, as a follower, you know, I have to do stuff, you know, make sure that Jesus stays number one and basketball is number two. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes. It can be, but, but we know that how important it is. So what are some of those things that you would do? Like when I would, like, straight away and then come back like I mean sure uh you know you just making more time uh you know maybe reading maybe adding a little bit more time every single day just to get back on track and if I skip a day read what I was going to read that day and what I was going to do this day too so it's just like little things that you can get back I mean you know different people are going to you know do their quiet time differently so it's just like once you get off track a little bit you know you have to start, not start over, but get back on, and um, you know, you just do little things to help you get back. You went one-on-one with Luke Oliver. Would you win? Uh, I think it'd be close, but, um, you know, I can't, I'm not going to say I'm going to lose, so, you know, I think, I think if, if I'm on, I think we're, it'll be a good game to watch. All I hear in your voice is fear. That's all I hear is fear. I think I think I have to lose. Okay. See, there we go. That's confidence right there. Well, Miller, guest one, not a bad time on here, right? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Thank you for, you know, having me as the first guest. I feel very honored. Yeah, well, save the best for first. <laughs> so uh, what's what's one thing you would leave everyone with? So we're talking sports and faith, so let's keep in that mindset. What are what is something that you would leave other athletes with as we leave here today? Uh, it's gonna get hard, like when you're playing and you just I'll say basketball as an example, and you just ran, you know, 15 suicides and you're dead. And that night you don't want to you don't want to you know read your Bible or anything, but you know make the time because it's gonna be worth it. And it's gonna be worth it to walk with Christ, and you know if you if you make the time. You know, it shows that you really want to do it and you'll grow in your you'll grow in your faith and your walk of faith. That's awesome. Uh thank you, Miller, for joining us today. Uh this has been fun. We look forward to the next stop here and uh the next thing we'll talk about. All right? Yes, sir. Thank you. I'll let you sign us off, okay? All right, guys. Thank you all for you know listening today. Go back.